listening to the Winefellers on WHUP LP, Hillsborough, North Carolina. 104.7 is Wine Time with Mark and Joe on WHUP LP, Hillsborough. Is it Monday? Is it 5 p.m.? Are you within a six-mile radius of the Hillsborough Water Tanks transmission tower? Then listen to the Winefellers on WHUP LP, Hillsborough. Welcome to this week's episode of The Wine Fellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of TrueBottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are... the first half of this week's show, the wine news, and then what's the best wine to drink under $5? During our main story, we will discuss the best barely drinkable wines you can purchase to either impress or dismay your loved ones. And on the second half of this week's show, a mystery wine pairing segment just in time for the holidays. And then we will take your calls. This and more on this week's episode of The Wine Fellers. But first, the news. Welcome to North Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories from this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week on the Winefellers News. Would you rather have a glass of wine than work out? Relax, you're better off drinking that glass of wine. Have you so far been unable to make a New Year's resolution to drink more wine because you're worried about driving? Well, now you can thank the Lord for Uber. This and more on the Wine Fellers News. Hey, Joe. Oh, oh, oh Mark, Mark, Mark. How's it going? Great. I mean, truly. 
great. That's wonderful. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> a pleasure to be here with you. I see gifts and wine and drinks just strewn throughout the studios here at WHUP, and uh, I'm really excited. We have the best show lined up ever, I really think. I think so. And, <laughs> I mean, um, it's just, it's just you know, we're just in time for the holidays because we just uh, love to uh, talk about things that are really going to, you know, uh, really people are going to want to know about. Absolutely. I feel that it's our own Kind of Christmas special in a way, Mark. Yes, this is our a Christmas spectacular. <laughs> spectacular. A spectacular that we only do four times a year. Four times a year, a very rare event. Yes. And you, our listeners, are in our hearts right now, in the studio, in our thoughts, for this spectacular evening of wine and celebrations. That's great, Joe. Let's get to the news. Let's do it! <laughs> if you're like most people, you love a good glass of wine but hate hitting the gym to work it off. Yes. So here's some good news. A study from the University of Alberta in Canada has found that the health benefits in resveratrol, a compound found in red wine, are similar to those we get from exercise. Wow! It truly is a miracle it drink. It is! Resveratrol was seen to improve physical performance, heart function, and muscle strength in the same way as they're improved after a gym session. <laughs> a workout in a bottle, Mark. It's, an, it's unbelievable. And according to the lead researcher, I think resveratrol could help patient populations who want to exercise but are physically incapable. Or just lazy. It didn't mention that, but I think it's just people who want to work out and uh, who uh, are planning on working out, and they just haven't gotten to the gym yet and say, well, you know, before my pre-workout, I'll have a glass of wine. This just seems counterintuitive, Mark. Um, Joe, <laughs> you know, don't pl please don't rain on my parade here. I mean, I think that this is uh, probably some of the best news I've heard all week. I mean, uh, you know, I've been hitting the gym, but I've decided to hold back, yeah. and uh, I am going to uh, drink more. And work out less. Well, I mean, you know, you're going to drink your way to happiness there. I'm going to drink my health. health well, and I'm drinking my way to good health. And just to let you know, Joe, I think that um, just to remind our listeners how wonderful red wine is for you. Yeah, because I'm starting to become a little skeptical here, Mark. Oh no, you shouldn't. Because let me let me tell you something. Give me the list. Red wine. This is what red wine does for you, according to recent research studies. Okay, it regulates heart rate. You're less likely to get dementia. You're less likely to get cancer. It regulates blood sugar, improves memory while protecting the brain. It wards off depression. It boosts immunity, so less likely to catch colds. I can go on and on. So we are, I mean, you are not, I am not drinking enough wine. Mark, if, if someone came to me and said they could sell me an elixir yes. that made me never age, never forget anything, and get obtain superhuman strength that's right i would believe them it's called red wine yeah and it does you know sure it could sound like snake oil when you put all those great benefits together on one page but what's more likely it's more likely that this is real exactly these are done by real researchers now the list is going to grow i'm assuming i, I think so i mean i I, mean, I don't think we're at i don't think we've reached we've we truly grasp the potential of red wine yet. I've noticed that I'm better looking when after I drink a glass of wine. I drink a bottle of wine and I go to the uh, mirror in the bathroom and I'm like, who is that beautiful young man in that mirror there? That's what I say. And you know what makes me more beautiful? 
another glass. Yeah, and and just throughout the night, uh, <laughs> I just become more and more good looking. I'm I'm like putting in my resume online to modeling agencies. Right. Um, I'm still waiting on a few callbacks uh, from from that effort, but oh, um, I know that because I'm drinking so much, uh, it's obviously making me look better it and is. therefore improving my chances of uh, my aspiring modeling career. Well, and I think. I think it will. I think uh, you should go on job interviews to um, for your modeling career after you've had mm-hmm. a lot of wine. Yep. And uh, I've noticed that um, when I drink wine, you've heard of beer goggles, right? Oh, I mean, it's like yeah, almost I have. yeah, it's like beer goggles that are turned towards myself. Introspective beer goggles that yeah enhances my beauty in and out. You're, oh, wow, yeah. Mark, I like that. Yeah, I like the idea of um, that it doesn't enhance. Drinking doesn't enhance uh, your actual, the outside appearance, the outward appearance of someone. Yes. But, like, <clears throat> what if drinking didn't do anything for that, but just made everyone seem more beautiful on the inside? Right. <laughs> well, right. you know, it does happen when the guy at the end of the night's on the yeah. bar, I love you guys, man. That's right. Everyone's just wonderful, and that's true. I think, I think that that's uh, another benefit from wine, and, and I don't know why they haven't done research on that, but... Uh, um, we should we should uh, we should start the first uh, trial tonight. Right, and I think you know the moral of this news story, as it seems to be the moral of every news story, is drink more wine. Absolutely. What's next, Mark? So the second story: How often have you changed your mind about ordering that second glass of wine or that second bottle because you had to drive home later? Mm, this is a serious topic. It's Mark. very serious. If you've ever used the transportation app Uber, you know what a terrific service this can be for getting around. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that the most dramatic change Uber has made across the country has been in the reduction of drinking and driving accidents. Hey, that's great. It is great. According to Claudio Blada, owner of several restaurants in California, it used to be now, this is a real news story, by the way. I always have to mention oh, that right. because people, <laughs> you know, people call in. They let us. They think that these are not real. These are real. So, according to Claudio Blada, owner of several restaurants in California, it used to be if patrons were offered a second glass of wine, he'd hear, "I'd love to, but I have to drive." Oh, not anymore. Blada said that Uber makes everybody safer. And according to figures supplied by the California Highway Patrol, drunk driving citations in Los Angeles alone dropped by 5.6% in 2014 compared wow. with the previous year. And as one frequent restaurant patron said, the good news is that people are now consuming several more drinks than usual <laughs> and not getting behind the wheel. But the bad news is, is that people are now consuming several more drinks than usual. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So drunk driving down, uh, binge drinking up. Right. And so, you know, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be a, a pragmatic here about what's happening. And I think, you know, what we don't want overall is drunk driving. Absolutely. So binge drinking, um, as long as you do binge drinking. Well, right. It's, you're just harming yourself. Right. Yeah. So the moral of the story is you do binge drinking in moderation. Oh. Does like, that sound wrong? Uh, nope. Nope. Just kind of like once a week. Right. You go out. Uh, you don't drink anything the entire week. That's right. <clears throat> but then, of course, when you go out, get your Uber lined up. Right. And uh, binge away. That's right. In moderation. In moderation. <laughs> now, this is interesting because especially when you get into the uh, economics of this, Mark. Surely, uh, like you said, the, the, the restaurants are selling more wine, yes. the bars, more liquor and, and beers. But what about the highway patrol? What are they going to do now that their revenues are down? That's what about the justice, the entire 
system of justice. Courts are going to be available for for other cases. You know, the the lines will will be shorter, and uh, lawyers, judges, juries, highway patrolmen, the 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 money. Yes. That is being lost there. Oh, you're true. I didn't. I, you're right. I didn't think about that. Well, where there's winners in this, there's definitely losers. The people who run the parking lots, where the restaurants are, the uh, oh, valet geez. parkers, absolutely. The um, hospital staff. Oh, you're absolutely right. But I, I have no doubt. Yes. That in California, right. they would likely uh, legislate the problem away in the form of additional taxes. That sounds like a dig. <laughs> I'm not not picking on uh, California over there. They got a lot of things going for them. Well, great. Like wine. Wine. <laughs> all right, Mark. Is that all the news for this week? That's the news. Let's do it. And that's the news for this week. Find us online at thewinefellers.com and continue the discussion of these groundbreaking stories. This has been another exciting report from the Wine Fellers News Desk. On this week's main story, what are some good recommendations for almost drinkable wines that cost under $5? Here's your chance to find out and wow absolutely no one here on the Wine Fellers. Mark! Joe, so before I get to this, later we will be taking your calls. I just wanted to mention that. Um, please call 919-296-1169. That's uh, WHUP's phone number. Uh, we're taking calls at the end of the hour, and we'd love to hear from you. Of course, we can't hear from everybody, uh, but we'll try to get to who we can get to. Our phone screener from last time, yeah, unfortunately. Linda. Linda. Um, she, we, for some reason, has, have talked to two children in a row, so we had to uh, tell Linda <sighs> that that was not going to uh, work for our show, so we have a new phone screener. And so uh, hopefully this will uh, not be a problem this week. No. Well, Mark, it turned out those th- they were her kids. Yeah, I didn't know that. She she wanted she's she uh, like uh, wants them to get into show business. Yeah, we, they were using <clears throat> us as a springboard, which I'm not so happy with. But the questions were still good, I think, and we uh, answered uh, answered them well. And so um, we'll just see what happens this week. That's right. Well, uh, we'll see what our new call screener. What is her name again? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, we need to meet her after the show. Actually, have her in here. Maybe. Yeah, she looks like a nice person. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, right. Um, what have we got for the main story this week, Mark? So, Joe, the holidays are upon us, and the last thing you want to do when going to a party or family event is bring an expensive bottle of wine that no one will appreciate. Of course. So I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you my best recommendations for barely drinkable wines that cost under $5. See, I know you're trying to uh, be funny here, but I'm taking this seriously. No, you should. All right. I'm not making any promises that the wine's going to be good or that you won't suffer a major hangover the next morning or that you won't have irritable bowel or something. I'm not making any of those promises. I'd be I'm, wine. I'm just saying that it's going to be cheap and it might possibly be drinkable. I'm all ears. So 
The first one I want to mention is the one that everybody knows because it's in the news and it's a huge producer. It's Trader Joe's and they make the Charles Shaw wine. Charles Shaw. And everyone, the pop culture, knows this wine as Two Buck Chuck. You might know it as that. Is it Charles Shaw? <laughs> Charles Shaw. I oh, think. wow. That's a tough one, man. Charles Shaw. Charles Shaw. Charles Shaw. It's like Charles Sanderson. Yeah. The parents should have thought about that before they named their kid that. Or Charlie Shaw. We'll I say. like that more. All that's right. We'll call better. it Chuck Shaw. Charlie Shaw. Chuck Shaw. Or Two Buck Chuck. Yep. So the red wines, uh, you can get these at Trader Joe's for under $5. The people though, buy these things. They do. A lot of it. Uh, even though it's called Two Buck Chuck, it's under $5. The red wines available, there's Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Shiraz, uh, Beaujolais, Nouveau. And all these wines, are remarkably, surprisingly, taste the same. Um, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Too, okay. Yeah, too. All right. <laughs> but none of these wines are going to blow your mind with depth of flavor. But for the price, they could possibly be <laughs> worth the money. Well, a lot of people think that they are. Right. I mean, if you just want to drink wine because the effects you like uh, that wine does to you, <laughs> this this segment is actually for you. You don't. You don't. You've given up. You don't care. I don't care what it tastes like. I want to be able to get it I, down. I'm tired of drinking the rubbing alcohol. That's right. It's just something that's a little easier on the stomach. Give me something to drink, and I I don't want to experience the gag reflex. Can you do that for me? And that's and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to offer that service for you today. Well, Two Buck Chuck is a great place to start because I think a lot of people. Uh, they can buy it, bring it to a party, and it's almost like um, you're cool. If you got the two buck chuck, this you you didn't bring bad wine. I think people hold this in uh, a decent regard. See, Joe, you bring this to a party. No, you're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're decidedly not cool. Is that right? Well, um, I, I mean, you know, my I guess my snob uh, my snobbery is kicking in about wine. And uh, I, I, uh, if someone brought that to my house, I'd probably be a little disappointed. <laughs> and uh, I would probably, um, you know, throw the bottle across my front yard and not even let it in my house. But that's just me. That's what nice. I do. Nice. Yeah, Mark has basically a checkpoint entering his house. He pats you down for any um, two-buck chuck, and, and it, out it goes. Well, you know, it is drinkable, we'll say, sure. with, with quotes. And it's amazing how they keep these lo- these these prices so low. Uh, they, the company that makes a Charles Shaw uh, wine, they produce 90 million gallons of wine per year. Jeez. And they make their wine using 700,000 gallon, t- in 700,000 gallon <laughs> tanks. Lord. And it's, yes, I mean, everything they do, like the bottles are extremely lightweight and cheap and uh. everything they do, and they don't f- ferment the uh, the wine in wood, which some good wine is fermented in Absolutely. wood. They, they ferment it and then they put wood chips in the wine oh. tanks so you get the, the flavor of the wine. No, that's actually, I see what they're doing here. Yes. They're tricking you. Well, yes, they're trying to impart some of the oak flavor by putting the wood chips Um and, you know, that way you don't have to spend the money on the wood barrel. And it's it's smart. Interesting. I mean, yeah, if, because I'm sure they did some taste tests. Yeah. And, you know, people could tell if there was a wood flavor in their wine. Right. And, and they needed that. Exactly. And another part, uh, a piece that can make wine expensive is cork. Cork is very expensive, the cork that you put in the top of the bottle to keep the wine in. Well, what do they use? They use uh, cork pieces. They mold it together. It's all glued together. Interesting. Kind of a pulverized cork top. Oh, Wow. 
Yeah. Okay, well, well, well yeah. it's making them money. Yes, and they're able to keep their wine prices low. So the second one I want to tell you yep. is uh, Whole Foods has a cheap wine called Three Wishes. Interesting. Now, here's a little secret. Genie in the bottle and everything. Here's a little secret for my wine fellers listeners, because you're going about to learn something really important. You actually don't have to go to... Um, you don't have to go to a, a Trader Joe's to get good wine or good enough wine. Oh, my. Because the Charles Shaw label, the company that makes uh, Two Buck Chuck, oh, no. they also make Three Wishes. Oh, And they sell my. it to Whole Foods. You Goodness. can get this wine there. And so they have a private, their own private label that you know Whole Foods use about the same price. Oh, I'm sure it's just the same wine, just repackaged exactly. with a different label. So for around $3, you can pick up a Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, or Chardonnay at Whole Foods, not have to go to uh, Trader Joe's. They were so unimaginative, right? They've got two buck chuck. They go to the marketing team. They give us a name for a wine for Whole Foods, and they have to start it with another and number. Um, three wishes. Yeah, oh, three buck. <laughs> three buck Whole and Foods. My, my third wish is I don't have to drink this. <laughs> so the Please third, make the pain please stop. Please go away. The third wine i want to talk to you about is walmart makes a really cheap wine is this from charles shaw it's, as well it's called oak leaf and <laughs> you know like the oak leaf like the you know the, the fancy metal like a colonel might wear I guess. oh an oak leaf like when i think wine i think well oaks have something to do with wine that's right and here's another secret the Franzia folks, the guys who make the Trader Joe's and the Whole Foods wine, they're bottling this wine, too. No way. Yes, they are. Walmart's <laughs> Oak Leaf label is a non-vintage version, which means blending a surplus of plunk wine from different years. And then you have Oak Leaf. It's all the same? It's all the same maker. It's coming from the same place. Well, this, honestly, I'm not surprised. I know. Right? Because when you buy... Any product like this that can be repackaged, mm-hmm. be it cheese or uh, wine or peanuts, right? they all come from the same factory. Yes. And they've got different conveyor belts that go to the craft packaging, right. the planter's packaging. Exactly. And now the Walmart Trader Joe's packaging. So I, I, I feel bad if I've disillusioned some of our listeners out there, but this is all the same stuff. It's all the same stuff. The fourth wine. Number four. Now, four is actually uh, my father-in-law's favorite wine. No joke. It's his favorite wine. And uh, out of the bunch, out of all of these wines, it's probably, I think, my favorite in terms of taste. It's marginally better than the other ones. Sure. And this is Aldi's. Aldi's a supermarket around town. So Aldi's Winking Owl. Winking Owl. Not hey, to, where's there an Aldi's around here? Uh, Like around uh, South Point, I think. Interesting. Or, yeah, so Winking Owl. Not to be confused with Screaming Eagle. It's Winking Owl. And besides. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Screaming Eagle. Yes, because sure. one bottle. Because they're the ones, they really got on that critter train. Yes, with one bottle of Screaming uh, Eagle, you could buy about uh, 1,500 bottles of uh, Winking Owl. So, uh, b- <laughs> besides having a cute little creature on the label, which we've discussed before sure. in previous shows, which is a good thing, Winking Owl is probably my favorite under five bucks uh, wine of all time. It's actually under $3. Um, wow. I take uh, bottles of Winking Owl regularly over to parties, 
in family events where the people have no idea whether they're drinking good wine or bad wine because <laughs> it's a, it's winking out is really good because people aren't sure if it's good or bad you know they, they haven't heard they of haven't it heard of it so yes. i'm bringing it over so they assume it's good and uh maybe they won't assume so after this show but um you know i i that's why i have some of these bottles stashed around my house i mean if i'm not bringing it to people's houses I'm using it for roasting chicken or bathing in it or fertilizing my garden or, <laughs> or I'll donate it to charity with a huge market. That's another thing to add to your list, Mark, uh, the rejuvenating effects on the human skin when bathing in red wine. Right. This wine is so cheap. It's under $3. It's actually cheaper than bottled water. It is cheaper than bottled water. So if you want to ha- if you want to treat yourself right, just pour this wine in your bathtub. Just you know, pour like, you know four or five cases of it oh sure it's going to set you back 12 bucks something like that and then and then you just you know and like oh and then you could take a selfie like look at me i am living the life of luxury i am bathing <laughs> in a, a bathtub full of wine look how great i am who else could possibly afford to do this right now you could maybe put in some photoshop in some empty bottles of some lafitte and uh, Screaming Eagle, of course, for effect. Oh, sure. You, you tell people that you're bathing in uh, uh, a bathtub full of Screaming Eagle. but <laughs> That just sounds wrong, <laughs> to be bathing with Screaming Eagles. Yes, but Winking Owl sounds much better. Oh, <laughs> that Actually, there's something to that one, Mark. Yeah, I think so. So I think hopefully I started something. So if you want to really treat yourself well and, and help your skin, and that's why I glow, actually. Joe, my skin does glow. I was going to say, Mark walked into the studio this week, and I, I said, Mark, your skin looks a little more r- stained red than usual. Yeah, that's just because <clears throat> I bathe in red wine. Which, you know, and, and of course you know that that uh, when something is red, it, it's like an ember. You know, it's glowing from uh, radiating this heat. Yes. This infrared radiation. And if I look over at Mark, and I'm like, uh, wow, you look stunning. Thank you, Joe. That's so nice for you to and say. And now to, to find out that it was just from bathing in uh, uh, swinking owl, screaming owl. <laughs> screaming owl. <laughs> um, well, now uh, I know that you've you've truly uh, done it. Thank you, Joe. That, that was so nice for you to say. Now, the fifth wine is called Franzia. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this one. In the wine drinking world, there's nothing more traditional than making a purchase, going home, and then ripping open that cardboard box while hunting for the plastic spout. Yeah, oh, good times. Yes, and this is before pouring it into definitely not wine glasses. So Franzia, (laughs) which comes from a box, if uh, you haven't figured that out, uh, has been called the world's most popular wine. By whom? Mm, I don't know. Franzia Marketing Department. Yeah, I think young people who like cheap wine. Wow. So for for $19, you can get a box of wine that's about five liters. And that that works out. That works out to about uh, I think two dollars and seventy five cents per bottle. Wow! Which you know that's pretty good value. I think so. And um, you know this wine is for people who want to just drink wine and uh, and to really um, you know take life to the edge. Uh, so my recommend my my recommended pairing of this would be uh, probably. Um, when I've had this wine, I think it pairs best with a few things. Uh, I, uh, I've tried it with the Taco Bell AM Crunchwrap, and uh, and I think that that's a good a good pairing. <laughs> Taco Bell makes many great shapes of food. <laughs> yes, they do. So if you if you want the perfect pairing, 
AM Crunch Wrap with a Franzia boxed wine, and uh, you'll have uh, <laughs> <laughs> just bring it. You'll have friends forever. It's a really you know. What is an AM Crunch Wrap? Yeah, so um, <laughs> let's get off the topic of Franzia and move on to this more important issue of. What is a crunch wrap? I think it's like a gordita that's served in the morning. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I think. Now, I mean, it's got a crunchy corn uh, uh, tortilla. Yeah, I guess in wrapped with stuff in it. It all wrapped in a, a flour tortilla. Right. So I think inside there might be eggs and sausage and stuff like that. Oh, come on, guys. No. Well, I've actually tried it. It's not It's not too bad. Really? Yeah. They make some other breakfast foods. Well, they make some kind of uh, taco, breakfast taco, which I think is like a waffle that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a taco that has like eggs and sausage inside it. And syrup. I've yes, seen this one. Syrup. That's it's true. There, it's there. Uh, volley back at McDonald's for the McGriddle. Now, to be clear, I am not recommending pairing that breakfast dish with Clearly the not. Uh, Franzia. But it, there were some names uh, for these things. <laughs> I don't remember. It what was they like are. the AM Crunchwrap <laughs> and yeah. like the uh, ta- the morning taco. Okay, so so this is you'll remember this name. Uh, I recommend my the best recommendation for pairing for Franzia would be the KFC Double Down. <laughs> Now, that is the bacon with two different kinds of melted cheese, and those are pinched in between two pieces of original (laughs) recipe chicken fillets. So it's bacon basically wedged between two pieces of chicken. So the chicken's really supposed to be the bread. You know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) Yeah, I've... uh, uh... (laughs) Now, that's a good pairing with Franzi. I'm just telling you what things seem to go to the best. No, that's exactly what... um... What I would expect to go well with some Franzia is these things that you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to make it clear that I do not recommend drinking this boxed wine alone with no food or anything. Yeah. Well, speaking of all this wine and food, I'm getting thirsty and hungry, Mark. Oh, good. Um, what have you got lined up for me today? Well, Joe... In this show, next in this show, we are going to be having a mystery wine pairing segment. I love it. It's going to be a blind wine tasting. It's going to be conducted on both of us. So our unpaid intern, Jennifer, who's going to Jennifer's who's going to be coming in here, and she is going to do a un she's going to do a mystery wine pairing. So we don't know. She's pouring three bottles of wine. We don't know which is which. Wow. And the, here are the three bottles. She is... She, are we done with the main segment, Mark? Yes. Oh, yes. Are we done with We're it? done. That's the end of this week's main story. You're listening to The Wine Fellers on WHUP. Check us out at thewinefellers.com. But now, my favorite segment of the week. Your good fellers, Mark and Joe, explore the exciting world of tasting and pairing wine. And remember, we're always on the lookout for suggestions from you. So let's pop the cork right now on this week's episode of The Wine Fellers. I do. Mark, well, we're uh, getting on here into the pairing segment, and and what I'm going to do is um, we've got uh, two unpaid 
uh, interns here in the studio with us, right? That's right. All right we're going to go ahead and bring up uh, their microphones here. We're going to have them join the conversation here. You girls can just grab those microphones, pull them over to you there. And um, and uh, what have we uh, got today? Well, before we do that, Joe, before we bring them on, I wanted, because the Christmas is coming up, Aww. I have a gift to give you. So I'm handing Joe a gift right now in a box. This I is just- wonderful. It's just a... Uh, it looks like some martini glasses. Well, that's not. That's just the box I use. <laughs> With um, written on the top uh, in a pink highlighter. Gift. Well, that's what I do with all my gifts. I label them as gifts. <laughs> I guess you didn't want to confuse this with some other box. Uh, <laughs> just in the, or yeah, box. All right, here we go. I'm gonna open up this this box here. Very good. Let's get through the packaging material here. Uh, oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I got Joe. What did I get you, Joe? We've talked about this before, and I'm so thankful it's not the wine brassiere. That's right. It is the wine yoke. That's right. The wine glass holder, the ultimate hands-free wine experience. This is a it's a wine <clears throat> necklace that you wear around your neck, but it all it holds a glass of wine stable on your chest so you can drink your wine and do other things with your hands you know, that you might want to do like change diapers or uh, do <laughs> yoga or um, just things that you need two hands for. Okay, I'm going to read the little little tagline they have on the back here. Sure. The wine yoke, trademarked name there, Mark. Glass holder is the perfect accessory for wine tasting or entertaining at home. I yeah. guess maybe, you know, you want to shake hands and, and look like a complete insane person <laughs> at the same time. Uh, the wine yoke offers you hands-free holding of your wine glass, if you haven't figured this out already, while you enjoy hors d'oeuvres and socializing with friends. The wine yoke makes a perfect gift for any wine lover. So as and you- I'm, I'm, th- I'm just so... Uh, overwhelmed here mark well, put it on joe um we shouldn't be called the wine fellers we, we could be the, the wine lovers wine lovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great that, that's sure yeah i mean what what would be wrong there mark <laughs> nothing All right, so let's open this thing up oh there is a warning oh this is great what's that it can withstand 50 plus pounds <laughs> of lateral pulling force that's heavy wine keep away from extreme heat Yes. <laughs> don't don't put your warm. We could probably uh, hang hang you from this, Mark. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand up here with my microphone. Uh, those of you who are following us on uh, the internet right now, we are live uh, tweeting, and oh, this is awesome. This looks. Uh, this is expensive looking, Mark. Oh, this is like there's there's different levels, and this is the top of the line. Hand one. me that empty wine glass there. Sure. Wait a minute. How do you get the? You just, yeah, just uh, it it bends open there you go oh wow yeah, it's oh this is it's very secure in fact very secure so what i i've used mine already and so what the, the best thing i've used mine for oh my gosh so when, it works so when i have uh worn this and i've put wine in it i've been able to use my two free hands to hold more wine i can now hold three glasses you can hold of wine. three glasses of wine do they make a double yoker you could wear two yokes and so when you have three glasses of wine uh and you're at and you're at a party at that i'm not sure what that says it says something this is this is nice because uh the yoke or little saddle that the wine glass sits in yes uh, this is a very nice present mark it it's rubberized so that as you pick up the wine glass from the stem yes the little saddle stays on 
the wine glass itself. Yes, that's right. Because you don't want <laughs> yeah, the, you. You, know. <laughs> you actually did buy one for yourself too. I did. I I'm did. now seeing that you have one on. Yeah. So you don't you don't want to bring the. Uh, yeah. Yes, you don't want to um, have the saddle fall off your glass. When you're drinking out right. of the glass, you want to look cool. And there's plenty of slack in this uh, necklace here, which which lets you move around, about freely. You could, if you get close enough, even do a, a toast. Right. And the best part about it, they don't even talk about on the instructions, is that when I'm not drinking wine for a while, but I want to keep it in my glass, what I do is I turn it around my neck, put it on, over on my back, and wear it as a wine cape. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. Well, that's just what I do. So the this the the blind wine tasting. This is a, probably the best wine blind wine tasting we have in the history of the wine. Well, course. we have wine yolks. What what could be what could go wrong? So we have three wines. We have uh, Trader Joe's Charles Shaw. Oh, we were just talking about that. Aldi's Winking Owl, and Franzia that boxed wine. All Cabernets, and we are going to decide blindly which wine is the best of the worst. And this is actually, re- <laughs> I like that. I like that. This is real. This is real. We're really doing this. We here. are really, really doing right. this. I see. And in I don't front know which. I don't know which is which. Our unpaid interns uh, have. Um, uh, thank you. Have um, have. Uh, have given us wine to to try. They've prepared this. They've put. They've put re- numbers. They've bottled it. Uh, in three small glass bottles. That's right. One, two, and three. Oh, we've got some oyster crackers too, Mark, because you know we're gonna get want to get this taste out of our mouth as quickly. Yes, as Yes, we want to get a bad here. taste out of our mouth before we put another bad taste in. And so here we go. Uh, I'm gonna uh, pour yours. Oh uh, yes, yep. Put your, yep, your glass you isn't in your uh, wine. Right. Uh, well, I'm wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Should should it be in the wine yolk before you pour? I think so. That's probably, oh, that's just so indignant, it's, Mark. It's right, I'll pour it in mine first. Like no, like you just. Wow. See, now I put the wine, it now it's hanging off my wine. neck. This, right. is, this is probably the world's greatest invention. I think it I is. I bet you in five years people are just going to be walking down the street. I can't wait till it becomes like my second uh, arm or third arm, really. <laughs> <laughs> you have two. Yep. All and right. so, um, okay, yep. All right. So, we don't, we don't know what this is. No, we all do the, not. All three colors here look, look identical. They look similar, similarly. And uh, what are we, we? We've got the Winking Owl. Winking Owl. We've got the Two Buck Chuck. Two Buck Chuck. And, and we've got the Franzia. Okay, here we go. All right. <clears throat> that, that tastes like... Mm. Um, like mm. Uh, well, mm. To me, that's like... It's a little bit like cough medicine gone bad. To me, it tastes like if mm. I stepped on a log in the woods mm-hmm. and liquid came out of it. <laughs> yeah. That's what it would no. taste like. No, you're right. Like mm-hmm. too little too earthy, mm-hmm. a little too like burny. Yeah, to, I agree. <clears throat> to, I mean, like this. These are the byproducts yeah. of some horrible single-celled life gone wrong. I think you're right. To me, if the, if pus had a grape flavor, this would be it. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't... Well, we just need to finish what's in the glass. We're not going to pour... <laughs> I brought a... I brought, I brought, uh, you brought a, a toxic container uh, <laughs> yeah. to store this in. <laughs> yeah, so I, right. yeah, I, pour, so I put... Uh, but, but we need to guess, Mark. We can't just dump it first. I need one more try here. Well, we don't try all... We can't try all three first? Do we try all three first? All right. Our, our unpaid interns are nodding enthusiastically, yes. Yeah, this is just... Mark, the smell is so bad. No offense to whatever company this turns out to be, Oh, but this is horrid. This is just <laughs> terrible. I mean, I'm really. almost thinking, I don't want to guess yet, but 
I, I have some ideas here. Mm. So, you know, you, I mean, it almost it definitely tastes a little like wine, but it's more like, I, it, it, to me, it's kind of a cough medicine-y wine. For, for a second there, it, you think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, for a, if you don't breathe mm. before you uh, drink it, That's right. you, you actually think that uh, this isn't going to be very bad. These wine yolks, you're yoked, you're kind of yoked to the table now, Mark. I know. I put the wine yolk with you the glass on the table. The that's not recommended. Down. I don't think. Are, should we eat some of these? They're they're pushing these uh, crackers yeah. on us. They yeah. want this to be a real tasting. I know. We're, we're clearing our palate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these these completely dry, tasteless crackers are wonderful. Mm. After that wine. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's try the mm. next one. Mm. All right, what have we got? Mm. Number two. Number two. Number two. Here let's it comes. Do it. All right. Yep. Now watch out. You poured quite a bit there, Mark. Yeah, it's a little ambitious. You learn. Okay. And the last thing. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Mm. Oh. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, let me just get my bearings here. Oh, this is this smells not as burny. This one is actually. I can actually get this down. I mean, this is actually more drinkable to me. I can actually consume this, and. Um, oh, actually. I could drink this. I can drink this. That I first one this. I could not drink. This one I can actually <clears throat> consume. It's this. It's it's not quite as sharp yeah. as the other one, and it's like it's like got a watermelon sort of uh, scent flavor going on. Yeah, there. Yeah, I smell watermelon. It's, it's, it has a bit of that sickly sweet uh, yeah. taste that you don't <laughs> generally gun for, but but it's. I mean, I think it, I can understand why people would like it because people like to drink things sweet, and I get that. I kind of kind of that bubble gum. It's almost like they took that last wine and simply just watered it down. Yeah, so I get like kind of a a bubble gum, like a candy cherry kind of a. This like isn't a, that like bad. A, like a pixie stick kind of taste. Yeah, and it's it's drinkable. So, I um, I mean. Don't get me wrong. If this wine appeared at my doorstep, I would still throw it in the yard. But no. But and tell the person to go home. But I would still, I would, I could still drink it. I could still drink the wine. Well, that's good to know. That is good to know. Um, because uh, the uh, we have a lot of it there. We didn't quite put a dent in it, Mark. We yes. Little... And it has that five. And who? And who we're, so we're pouring these unfinished uh, tidbits into the uh, radioactive container here yes. on the table. Who? tries it at the end <laughs> oh that's gonna be a gift for um i don't know anybody station manager you name it all right <laughs> deliver that to uh our station manager bob i think there's a meeting going on is there afterwards. okay so do i do we eat this cracker first yeah yeah cracker right. clear pat mm. oh man good cracker mm. <laughs> all right so wait number three right number three right, number three here ordinary wine yolk into the into the wine glass and the, okay. the yolk. I think I gave myself too much there, Mark. Right. All right, hold on. Oh, I don't know if I want to drink this, Mark. All right, so I think I figured it out. This does not smell good. Is this bad? So, I don't think it's that great. It smells like wet dog, Mark. Um, that's that's not good. I don't say it's wet dog. I say it's more moist dog. But um, I think it's... This okay, is, the flavor isn't as bad as the smell so to me two and three taste remarkably this similar to me mm. and uh number no. and number one tastes um number just, one is just horrible number one's horrible so so this one i'm getting that you have the flavors of um again 
Pixie Stick oh. and Saccharin and uh, all these things. So I'm thinking, what I think is, I'm going to take I'm going to take a stab. Mm-mm. I think the first yeah. the first wine I think is the boxed wine. The first wine is the worst wine out of the three because that was just really wine number really one. Difficult to I drink. agree with you on that. Just a hideous wine. And uh, and no offense to whatever company this turns oh, out to no, be. Oh no, I'm sure you're. I'm sure the wine is great, and you you know put your I mean, love into it. I just can't believe that these people go home at night and be like, "Well, you should go home feeling proud because we did good in the world today. <laughs> we did the best we could to make the world a better place." You're gonna make these guys feel bad. I don't know, man. They should feel bad <laughs> if this is what like the. What they're doing? Well, maybe their goal is to get people drunk on cheap, you know, and that's that's a goal. That's, well, that's a good that's pat on the back, right kind there. Kind of a lofty Absolutely. thing to do for people. So, wine number one, you and I are in agreement. This is the Franzia. All right, so uh, we're going to turn to our, our our unpay. Oh no, okay. No, so, she wants to guess all three. Oh, She's like, no, three. no, no. We don't get any hints here, Mark. So uh, we have to. So we have two and three. Is either going to be a Charles Shaw or a Winking Owl? Yeah. Now number two was the better tasting. Two is my favorite. I would say two is something that I could imagine uh, coming from Trader Joe's. Well, so to me, I've, I've had Trader Joe's and Winking Owl, and I think I've liked Winking Owl a little better than Trader Joe's. Personally. Have you? Okay. I have. Well, let me try this number three one more time. Okay. Uh, it just seems a little... It does not smell good, Mark. The number three, yeah. It has a bit of a um, kind of an old cardboard taste. That... I mean, I could see... I could see... I don't know. I think number two is is uh, going to be Trader Joe's, and number three is Winking Owl. Are you flipped on that? I'm going to think number two is Winking Owl, and number three is Trader Joe's. Well, there's only one way to find out, Mark. All right. Our, number one, are we correct, uh, uh, unpaid interns? Ah. She's holding up the box of Franzia. Number one is Franzia. Number one is Franzia. So you do get what you pay for, sort of. And so, Mark, <laughs> look over there, our other beautiful assistant, holding up the other two. You were right. Number two is Winking Owl, and number three is Charles Shaw, which I think they were pretty similar. I mean, they weren't... In- they are similar. I would prefer the Winking Owl. In yeah. fact, I'm, I'm actually... That's the first time I've had Winking Owl, and I think there's something to it. Listen, for under $3, I mean, think about under it. Under 3 bucks? Under $3, this is a wine where I presumably, the glass that goes into make it, making, the glass that goes into making the bottle is probably the most expensive part of the wine. Is, that is delicious it is, wine it is, for $3. It is. It's, um, it's um, well, no, I wouldn't go that far, but it's, um, it's, like I said in the beginning of the segment, it's barely drinkable wine. And so that's what we like to see. Well, Mark, as always, I am so thrilled with these wine pairing segments. Well, thank you, Joe. And we'll have to do this again. Uh, I think we learned a lot. Uh, May I never drink these wines again.
phone is ringing. You're talking on the phone with us. One bell upon with us. Everything you hear is real. Right here on the web balloons. So what exactly is about to happen? You're talking on the phone with us. One bell upon with us. Everything you hear is real. Right here on the web Well, Mark, uh, we're here, hopefully, uh, with our caller. We've got a new call screener. We're trying to get um, Sa- Sandra on the line. On the line. Sandra, and, uh, are you are you on? Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi, good. Mark. This is Sandra. Hey. All right. Hey, our new call screener managed to get it right. The first call yeah, of the night. Yeah. All right. So, uh, thank you for calling in. This is a uh, we're doing uh, phone calls because people uh, find this is such a popular uh, part of the uh, uh, call, uh, part of the show. So, uh, Sandra, what is your question? For the wine fellers. Uh, I was wondering, as a senior in college, if you guys know of any popular wine drinking games, specifically the game Slap the Bag. Slap the Bag? Did you say Slap the Bag? What? Uh, yes, Slap now, the Bag. I've, I, ha- I know my fair share of games, Mark. Okay. Now, I think this is a variant of one that I know, but I'm not quite sure. I have quite the lexicon of college drinking games in my memory, but this is not one of them. Sandra, could you tell us, how does one play uh, Slap the Bag? Because it sounds like a game that the Weinfellers may possibly endorse after we hear the the rules. (laughs) If it involves drinking wine and fun, we're game. That's right. Uh, Well, it actually involves five steps. It's quite complicated. Ooh, Um, But let me read these off for you. Okay. Uh, So the first step, you remove a bag of wine from a box. Oh, well, we have a bag of wine. Typically Franzia. Typically Franzia. Hey, hey, we got that. Okay. we All right. Step one. All right. We're one-fifth of the way there. It sounds like we can play this game today. Uh, step two, you have a friend or a stranger or, you know, somebody you sort of know. Uh, hold the bag tightly above your face. <laughs> okay. Wait. Tightly above your face? Hold the bag tightly, not your face tightly. Like, like you're trying to suffocate them with a pillow? More like you're trying to suffocate the bag of wine. Oh, right. Uh, I, gotcha. I see. I got so it. You, yeah, you're holding the bag taut. I see what you're saying. Yes. Got okay, it. Okay, so step three, Here's it gets a little complicated. Okay. So you open the spigot on the bottle <laughs> We got that. We got a spigot. <laughs> <laughs> and you chug it for as long as you can. Now, the person holding it is chugging it, or they're holding it for somebody no, else? No, the person underneath the person holding I it. I see. Okay. That's so good. they're they're holding it up for you while you stand underneath the spigot. <laughs> <laughs> so, the wine, so the wine's coming out pretty fast, I guess, if they're holding it tight. Yes. I got it. Uh-huh. And so step four, you close the spigot, and you take a deep breath, and then you slap the bag as hard as you can. <laughs> We don't know why, but you do. <laughs> so you drink as much as you can, and then the spigot is closed by either the person, I guess, either the person drinking it or the piece of person holding it. Sure. And the, But the person who drinks it, when they're done, they're, I guess they, in a celebratory dance, they slap the bag. Hey. Indeed. indeed. I bet that's where the and name comes from, Mark. 
Oh, yeah, we're not done yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is the last step. You clean all of the wine off of you because you're probably <laughs> covered in it. And wow. then all of your peers who were watching you slap the bag deem whether or not either your chugging or slapping was acceptable. And if it was acceptable, <laughs> you get to pass it on to the next person. That's funny. Oh, so, my And if it gosh. wasn't, you have to slap the bag another time. So, oh. so you, you could have done a great job chugging the wine, but your slapping the bag just wasn't <laughs> on target. It just wasn't good enough. And so go again, sir. Go again. Hashtag slap the bag, Mark. <laughs> I think we've got something new going on here. So what we're going to do uh, is uh, after the show, Mark, you can be my stranger, and you can hold that box uh, bag out of the box above my head. And we'll play a little bit of Slap the Bag. Yeah, we got the box of wine. And I'm sure uh, Mr. Burtman, the station manager, won't mind if we play the game. I think, um, uh, I guess the only downside, according to the caller, is that we might get wine um, over us and presumably over the studio. But we'll just have to, you know, maybe put some plastic over the, um, the speakers or something like that. And we'll be just fine. Yeah, uh, that's uh, – <laughs> I'm so glad, uh, Sandra, that you called – with this uh, great new way to get us kicked off the air. I mean, we're always looking for new ways. And I think, yeah, playing Slap the Bag here on air in the studio is probably the way the wine fellers, soon to be the wine lovers, go off the air. (laughs) So if you don't hear from us next week, you'll uh, know what happened uh, to us. And we've got got you to thank, Sandra. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mark, um, I don't know about you, but um, I do know that um, this was a good show. Yes, Christmas it was a great show. spectacular. It was a great show, and I can't not much to do with, about with Christmas. Oh, this this is what this is what Christmas was about. I think bad wine. Yeah, there is one. There is a present. We've had some presents. Yes, um, you know, and uh, I got you a nice little beer over there. Yes, you'll need to try that at some point. Um, and I think, I I think, uh, yes. I mean, I think that's it, Mark. Yes, and uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful, uh, wonderful holidays, and uh, and you know, uh, we'll join you next week. And please uh, call us again and and have some new wine games for us because we're always looking to uh, have fun with wine aside from drinking it. Your phone is ringing. You've been on the phone with us. You've talking on the phone with us. Everything we said was real. Right here on the wine fellas. So I was just on the wine fellas. Are you serious? You've been talking on the phone with us. Everything we said was real. Listening to another exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies, 
change and change and sway But they still stay the same The songs that we sung when the dark days come Are the songs that we sung when we chased them away If I ever found a pot of gold I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines Cause I'm gonna die with a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories, love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine
you are listening to WHUPLP Hillsboro. Good evening and welcome to the Bomb Squad Sports Show. We are glad everyone out there is 